Eddy B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Hagiga has been dedicated in memory of Hacham Raful Muhaddeb Ben Garaz and Marie Muhaddeb Bat Jamile. Ruah Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Elion Amen. Dedicated by Dr. Isaac and Lily Mahadev Hashem Ishmirim Vihayim Amen. Dab Khaf Alif. Today's Dab is being studied by the Mishmat of Rambal Esther. Ruah Hashem Tanihim Began Eden Amen. Today's Dab is being studied by the Mishmat of Ruham. Shiriftar Bikasuri Amin Vishanim Hazra Ben Tuni Mazal. Ruah Hashem Tanihim Began Eden Rutidish Matot Rabbisur Hayim Amen. We begin today's Dab on Khaf Alif Amud Rishon. And we start from the second line, right in the beginning of the Gemara. Our Mishnah quoted Homer Bakodesh Mibitumah. Certain stringencies that Kodesh had over Tirumah. So, one of those stringencies was that when it comes to Kodesh, one should not or not allowed to dip a Kli betoch Kli. Put one vessel into another vessel. When it comes to Tirumah, however, it would be mutar to put a Kli betoch Kli. And immerse them in the mikveh. So the Gemara says, "Bakodesh my tamalo." What's the reason why Kodesh is forbidden? Amar of Ila, keli Because we're concerned about the fact that the weight of the inner keli is going to serve as a chatzitza, meaning it's going to weigh down in the inner keli, and therefore the water is not going to be able to get underneath the kelim. And therefore, both kedim are not going to be considered immersed in a mikveh. The Gemara later on is going to ask if that's the reason. So then, why by tirumah should be okay? The concept over here is a hatita issue. So the chara by tirumah, hatita also is going to be a problem. Wait for the Gemara to ask that. She says, "Shekevedoshet kedi chotzetz kevedoshet kliya pinimi." The weight of the inner kedi amechbid al hachitzon. That weighs down on the outer kedi. Shumu nach betochad that's inside of it. Chotzetz befnei amayim ve'en tivila olin lo leze ve'lo leze. She clearly says that tivila will not be work uh, effective for either of them. Ulkaman parich iyache afilu tulumana me. So later on the Gemara is going to ask even tulumana then should be a problem. So that's the opinion of Rav Ila. So the Gemara says ve'ham de'sefam mishum chatzita resha la mishum chatzita. Well. If you tell me that that's one of the stringencies that Kodesh has over Tirumah, that we're more strict in the laws of Hatzitzah by Kodesh, well, that's one of the stringencies that was mentioned later in the Mishnah. The stringency of Hatzitzah. In which case, Diktari Sefa, because it says the Sefa, Velo Kibidata Kodesh Vida Tirumah. The law of Kodesh, or the measure of Kodesh is not similar to the measure of Tirumah. Shebe Kodesh, Matir, first you have to untie the garment before you dip it. Did you have a garment? That you want to put it in the mikveh. So let's say they made a knot in it. So for Kodesh, this is first you have to untie it, um and give, and you also have to dry it, um and then you dip it. Then if you want to retie it, that's fine. But it comes to Tiruma, one is even able to make a knot first and then dip it in the mikveh. So you see what? Obviously, that's an issue of Hatzitza. So we're seeing that by Kodesh, we're more machmi by Hatzitza than we are by. So we discussed Hatzitzah already. So why would we say, Kuntra Ilah, that the Resha's Hatzitzah and the Sefa's Hatzitzah? It's uh, redundant, Ashi. Ha, me de Sefa, 
the ma'ala achariti, it's considered another stringency, the hashib b'sefa, haba ta'ma mishum chatzitza. If you tell me that the sefa is mishum chatzitza, or the shala mishum chatzitza, the eat ta'ma the tarva mishum chatzitza, because if you tell me both, the first case, and the, and, and the later case in the Mishnah, it's talking about chatzitza, l'shme'ina d'gabe kodesh, kol d'damel chatzitza potzel bo, which means if the basic message of the Mishnah is that anything that's similar to Hatzitzah is pursued by Kodesh and it's good by Tirumah, so just say one of the cases because basically it's the same uh, theme behind them when you have a Keli betoch Keli, it's a Nyanam Hatzitzah when you have the Naat and the Begit, it's a Nyanam Hatzitzah so you say, we're more Mahmid by Hatzitzah by Kodesh and we're by Tirumah so why does the Mishnah have to repeat that same case twice according to Rav Ilah Gebra says, Yes, indeed. Resha Vesefa Mishum Hatitza. Yes, we do have two cases in the Mishnah that are discussing the issue of Hatitza. En Matpinim Keli Metoch Keli, it's a Hatitza issue. And the case of the Matir, untying it, is a Hatitza issue. Why do you need two cases? With Serika, you need both cases. If you only gave me the case of Kli Betoch Kli, I said, yeah, there it's a more concern of a Hatzitza, because the weight of the inner Kli weighs down on the outer Kli, and therefore there's a concern. But in the Sefa case of the knot that's in the Begid, there's no weight that's weighing down the Begid to make a Hatzitzah so much. Maybe I'll say that by a Begid, where there's no COVID weight weighing it down, maybe it's such a Hatzitzah is not even a concern by Kodesh. So that's what I have to say in the case of the Begid. And if you only gave me the Sefa, have Amina, Hainu Ta'ama, to the Kodesh law, that the reason why Kodesh, you don't have to be concerned about Mishum de Kitra Bimaya Aduke Medak. She said, the reason why you have to be concerned in this, because when you have a knot in a begid, and then you add water to it, so it becomes tight. So I said, that's why it's a Hatzitzah. But Resha, but in the Resha of the Mishnah, de Maya Akfuye Makfule Lemana, Lo Abya Hatzitzah. I can say that when a person has a keli betoch keli, put in the water, what happens? The water goes underneath the keli and causes it to, to float, to rise. And therefore I'll say, maybe it's not a hatitza. Therefore the Gemara says sericha. Which means, there's a sericha for both cases. I need the first case of the Mishnah. Because if I only told me the first case, I was in the first case with keli betoch keli, that's a problem. Because it's called kevedoshel keli. Because the inner keli weighs down on the outer keli. However, the case of the bigger that you're dipping it, it doesn't matter in there. There's no weight. I might not have to worry about Kodesh. Come on, you do have to worry about Kodesh. Even in such a case, you have to untie it first. If you tell me the case of the knot, I say, that's a problem. Because when you put it in the water, the water goes in the knot and it makes it tight. And there was a problem. I shake it over here when you have the keli in the, uh, inside the keli. The water goes underneath it and causes it to float up. So I might have thought that Akfuyeh Makfer, as she says... Right? It causes it to float and elevate it. Then in the case as well.
it's going to be asur. Even in the case of Kelly Betokia. Tosfot just discusses over here in the top Tosfot the Ketrabe Maya Lukim Hedak, Uman give the Matnitin Avi Mishum Hatzitza. That she learned also that the reason why you have to dry the Beget by Kodesh before you dip it in the Megbeh, it's also an Yan of Hatzitza Ketrabe Shashi. Vadu Avit Slikuta, Uman give Mishum, the Kim, the Lord, the Ainan Meidach. Which means the Gemara only discussed the Tzrikuta. Why you need the case of Hatzitzah to gaber the tying, and why you need the Hatzitzah to gaber the kli betokli? But I didn't discuss the tzrichutah to gaber. Why over here you have to dry? Because um, really we didn't discuss the drying by teruma. So since the Mishnah did not discuss that you don't have to dry by teruma, so they left that tzrichutah uh, out. The Mishnah's language by teruma was. Um, didn't discuss the niguv uh, at all. Then Tosfot comes along and says, Tosfot gives a different reason why you have to dry it by Kodesh. Which means he's learning it's a Tumah issue. When you have the water that's Tamil, let's say, on the, or on water that's on the Kodesh item, and you're going to dip it, so it's going to re-metamid the baguette somehow. By dipping it in the mikveh, the mikveh is not going to be able to the baguette when there's water on it. Meaning it's a nyan of uh, tum'ah. Rabbi ila l'ta'ameh de'amar, Rabbi ila, amar b'hanina, bar papa, eser ma'alot shanu kan. Rabbi ila, that said, the first case of the Mishnah is a hatitza issue, is loyal to shita. The Bi'ila held that there are ten ma'alot that Kodesh have over Tirumah. And altogether, if you count them in the Mishnah, you'll see there's eleven cases. So how does Avila get ten? Because he learns that two out of the eleven are really the same concern. Hatitot. So therefore, the eleven turn into ten. So the Bi'ila was consistent. When he said that there's two Hatitot cases, that's why he says the subtotal of the Mishnah is ten umrot of Kodesh over uh, Tirumah. The first five that are enumerated in our Mishnah, Ben Le Kodesh, Ben Le Kodin Chinasu Atarata Kodesh, apply not only to actual Kodesh, but also to people that eat their Hulin with the stringencies of Kodesh. Acharonot, the last five, Le Kodesh, Aval, Lo Le Kodin Chinasu Atarata Kodesh. So the last five, well, of course, the stringencies apply to actual Kodesh eaters. However, it does not apply to people that are eater hulin al Now we have to ask a question. My tama, what's the reason why the first five are more stringent, which is going to apply even to hulin chinasit al Meaning a person that, let's say, is makpit, only eating his food with the level of kodesh, all these laws are going to apply to him. He wants to, if he wants to uh, dip keli, he cannot dip keli, but keli, and he cannot hold the madras in his hand when he has uh, uh, something else uh, in his hand. All the first five cases, that we'll review them one by one, are going to apply not only to eaters of Kodesh, but also to eaters of Kodesh. Why we're so strict in the first five, whereas in the second five, it only applies to Kodesh eaters per se. The first five, the first five, they have a uh, connection to a Tum'ah Deoraita. We'll review all five cases, we'll see 
it's possible from the first five cases to come to a Tum'ah Deoraita. That means it's clear from the Mishnah, from this Gemara, the first five Tum'ah are Tum'ah Midrabanan. It's all Ma'alot Midrabanan over here, stringencies Midrabanan. But these Midrabanan stringencies can lead to a Deoraita. They have a connection to Deoraita. And therefore we're going to be Ma'amid not only by Kodesh, but even by Holichinah, Sitar Taharat Kodesh. However, Matraita. The last five cases, the last five have no connection to Tumah Deoraita. Gazubu Rabbanan the Kodesh, the Chlitchinaswatan the Kodesh, lo Gazubu Rabbanan. Now we have to go back to learn the first five cases and see exactly how each case can possibly come to a Tumah uh, that is Minatora. Okay, so we read Rashi. Rashi Dibuda Matheel Derarad Tumad Oraita Hashash Tumad Oraita All these have a concern that can be a Doraita concern. Let's go one at a time. Kli Betoch Kli, that's the first case. By Kodesh, there's a Homra, no Kli Betoch Kli. That's right. If legitimately there was a Hatzitzah, well, Hatzitzah is, is a problem deoraita. Because if indeed the water would not be able to get underneath, which is obviously we're talking about a case where it's not a problem deoraita, because then everybody would be assumed by Turuma as well, to put a clean to It's a concern. It's a Humrah. But it's a type of Humrah that if it wasn't uh, legal, if the water cannot get underneath it, it would be Yisur. Doraita. So this is a hashash Doraita. So therefore we're mahmir by Kodesh and Chodesh Tashit Case number two. Ahoraim Vetoch. We learned in the Mishnah, let's say a kidney is multifunctional. The bottom of the kidney is functional, the handle of the kli, and of course the inside of the kli. So we said for Kodesh, if any part of the kidney became Tameh, so then the whole kidney becomes Tameh. So Rashi says, "Afagav the bekedim shnit miwachorav b'mashkim the tumah the rabbanani askinan." Oh, what type of tumah are we talking about over here? We're talking about rabbinical tumah, meaning the back of the keli became tameh with mashkim. So let's say the keli, uh, 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 this keli over here uh, received on the side of it or on the back of it mashkim. So tumat mashkim that the mashke is able to metameh a keli is a tumat rabbanan. So where is the deoraita concern? So that she says miu hadamu rabbanan mashke metameh keli. That which the rabbi said that a mashke can metameh keli mishum gezerad the mashke zav vezavahu because there is a mashke from the Torah that can be metameh the. Uh, the saliva, or the urine of a zav or zava. Kegon roko umimera glav. Da'ani metamim keli medeoraita. Metumah deoraita en chiluk bechlishetef ben achoraim letocho. Which means, first of all, there is a mashkim that's metamim medeoraita. And that mashkim that's metamim keli medeoraita, in a metal keli, we don't make a haluk between which part of the keli it touched. Once a part touches part of it, the whole keli becomes tameh. And therefore, mashkim that touched the back or the handle of a clean matechet are going to be pasul for kodesh, the whole keli, 
And it's going to be a sunnah for Kodesh, but even for Tcholim Tanatzit and Tanat Kodesh. Why? Because this can lead to a Deoraita. Because we have a Deoraita in such a case. A Mashkim that can be Metameh Keli. And in that case, Medoraita, the whole Keli is a Pasul. Give me the case of Mashkim Medoraita, it's Pasul Keli. Mashkim of Azav. Meaning Roko or Medaglav. Nose et amidras name ashash tumad de oraitai. Now, a person we said holds the midras in one hand, that's the min'al of a zav, for example. Hold the shoe of a zav in one hand, that's an avatumah. And we said he has, let's say, he has kodesh in a earthenware vessel in the other hand. So asur. Now, where's the, the oraita? How did it come to the Oraita? So the Gemara, she says, "Kedafarish b'Gemara, Maasei Yashenafla the Tzuata Sandal leAvir Chavit b'Gde Ochlet Teruma." No, no, that Sandal leAvir Chavit, which means a lady was walking once, and uh, or somebody was walking, and the the strap of the shoe that was a shoe of a zav fell into the airspace of the keli. That's why it's the Oraita, because once already have. The toch of a kelihiris, the tumah goes in within the airspace of a kelihiris, that's a tumah doraita. So therefore, this case of here can lead to a doraita, where the lady's car, where the guy's carrying a midras on one end and a, a kelihiris on another end. So therefore, there's a hashash that can come to a sumamaj doraita, where the zav shu is going to end up somehow in the airspace of the keli. So therefore, we're going to be mahmi not only on kodesh, but holin shinasita tarata kodesh. Bigde ochlet turma midras ne kodesh. Now we said, one of the Humrot was, the Ochlet Teruma, their clothes are considered Midrash to Ochlet Kodesh. Meaning if Ochlet Kodesh touches the clothes of uh, Ochlet Teruma, he becomes Tameh. And where is it doing right over here? So it says, Sheme Yashba Alein Ishto Nida. So it's Hashash Tumah Doraitai. What's the concern? Legabe the Kodesh guy, we say that maybe this garment that the Big the Ochlet Teruma is eating, could be without his knowledge, his wife was an Ida, sat on the garment, made it a Midras, and therefore, it's a Hashash of Tumah of Doraita. I mean, it can be a Doraita concern. Therefore, it's going to be Hoshesh, even Ochle, Holina Tarata Kodesh, the clothes of Ochle Tumah are going to be uh, Midras for them. Kelim Nigmarim. What's Kelim Nigmarim? We learned one of the cases the Mishnah was guys making, let's say, Kelim for Kodesh. Yeah, the craftsmen. They were nigmarim betahara. He was careful when they became a keli that no tumah came in contact with it. So therefore, the kaura it should be taor. The deal of the mishnah is kara in the mikveh. What's the concern? Where's the deoraita concern over here? So Rashi says mishum tsinurad amaharis sheme zavu. You're worried about what the spit of an amaharis. That maybe the guy was a zab. So what happened? He spit on the keli. Yeah, he was working. So I'm saliva went on the keli. Now he was shomer. By the time the keli became a keli, where he could receive to my, was careful. But the saliva is still on the keli. It's still moist. And then what's going to happen when the keli becomes a keli? It's going to become tamer now because of the saliva that's on of the zab. So therefore, but we just say that the saliva of a zab is tamer deoraita. So therefore, is also a deoraita. Concern, and therefore it's going to be also not only by kelim that serve kodesh, but also chodim chenasit al tarata kodesh. Now let's just speak out how the last five cases of the Mishnah are really all the rabbanans. So the first case is kli mitzaref mashish betocho, which means if you have a keli, 
and you have all the Kodesh in the Keli, so if one of the items in the Keli became Tameh, all the other items also become Tameh as well, because the Keli makes everything considered one, it unites everything. So Tosfot says, that's a Din Deoraita by Kodesh, uh, so therefore Lechaurat should apply it by Cholin, should not start at the Kodesh. So he says that, uh, which means there is no deoraita connection at all by Hulin Ligabe this deen of Tzirub. It was Dafka said by Kodesh Mamash. Then you have the case of Rivi'i by Kodesh. Rivi'i by Kodesh, Rashi holds later on, we'll see, is in the Khanami a deen Rabbanan. So therefore, no problem. Mashaikitos foretolds that Rivi'i really is a uh, law that is deoraita. So you have to say again that even though it's a law deoraita, there's no tsad of Rivi'i at all by Hulin in the Torah, and therefore there's not Shayach to be Mahmir by Hulin in the Torah to Kodesh. Me'iri is a little different answer. He says, because the law of Rivi'i by Kodesh is actually learned from a Kadahomir. So therefore it's not explicitly written in the Torah. So even though it's a deoraita, but as a deen de Rabbanan, because it's not explicitly uh, written in the Torah itself. Now, one of the cases of the Sefa was Netmetah Hatmi Adav. If one of his hands becomes Tameh, for Teru, for Kodesh, the other hand is going to become Tameh as well. Now, it's obvious the whole deen of Tumat Yadayim is not Deoraita. Minat Torah, Tumah affects the whole goof. You don't see a Tumah Deoraita, it only affects the hands. So that's clearly Tumah Deoraita, that's not only affect Kodesh as well. The case of Ochlim Niguvim Biyadayim is Suavot. Because we're talking about over here, his hands were Shini the Tumah. So we say, when a guy's hands are Shani the Tumah, we let him eat uh, Terumah. That never became Mukshar. Mashi'enkin, we don't let him eat Kodesh. Now what type of Tumah are we talking about that his hands have? Tumah with Rabbanan. Shani on the hands is Rabbanan, so therefore, it's only going to apply to Kodesh, but to Holim Shnachin Tarat Kodesh. And the last two cases were Onen and Mechosal Kippurim. Onen and Mechosal Kippurim are interesting cases. The Tumah and Onen is with Rabbanan. Because in truth, he didn't become Tameh. We're talking about an Onen that did not come in contact with the body. So the Chaurah, well, why should he become Tameh? The rabbis considered him Tameh, and therefore made him go to the Mikveh. Mehoshan Kippur, what did he do? He went to the Mikveh on the seventh day. Now, he brought his Korban on the eighth day. He's got to go to the Mikveh again. What do you mean? He, nothing happened in between. So therefore, it's Humram and Rabbanat. So therefore, those last two also are uh, deemed Rabbanat. Therefore, only applies to Kodesh, and not to Kodesh, not to Tarat Kodesh. Rabba Amar, Medesefa, Havi Mishum Hatitza, Lesha, Lav Mishum Hatitza. Oh. So Rabba along, comes along and says, gives a different answer. Rabba argues on Rav Ilah. He says, no, from the fact that the Sefa, in the case of the knot in the shirt, is an issue of Hatitza, the Mishnah is not going to be redundant and repeat in the Resha, an issue of Hatitza meaning Kli Kli. Therefore, the klibetokli is not a hatitza issue. Oh, so then what's the concern according to Rava? Why klibetokli is a problem by Kodesh? Veresha ha'inu ta'ama gezera shelo yatbil mahatin v'tsinorot b'chli she'en b'fiv k'shvoferet anod. The concern over here is that we have a law when it comes to dipping something a keli betoch a keli. The law is that the outer keli in order for it to be connected, the waters that going to go into the keli, to be connected to the waters of the mikveh, the mem se'ah, its opening has to be at least the size of shvoferet anod. Shvoferet anod, that she's going to explain, is it's wide enough where you can put two fingers in to the hole, and you're able to go in a circular motion, berevach. You could, you know, comfortably. 
So the gezerah over here is, the reason why I don't want you to do keli betoch keli is a gezerah. That you might put small keli, like tzinorot and... Um, Mehatim v'tzinorot, those are small little vessels, okay, they're useful, let's say, sewing and things like that, pipes, little pipes, and you want to stick it in a keli, and if the keli's not going to have a wide enough uh, hole at the, at the opening, it's going to be a problem. So therefore they made a gezera on all keli betok kli legabe kodesh, gezera sheme yitbelenu bechli she'en bo kishrofer etanot. Look at that sheet, bechli sheme fi b'chashon anot, ve'ahi lav tevilai. What's the Sabara? She'en ha'mayim ne'knasim n'toko chibur le'mea mikveh. The waters are not going to be connected. Because since it's a very narrow opening, the waters in the bottle, they're not connected to the mikveh. Ve'lot tavla machatim, ela b'mi'ut ma'im shebikhli. So what's going to end up happening? The machatim are only getting nitbal from the waters in the bottle. Vitnan, and we're going to learn now, right now, the lafaymuru. Now, where do we see that? Vitnan, the Gemara goes further. Kidditnan. Eruv mikvaot keshvoferet anod. What does Eruv mikvaot mean? So that she explains. Mikveh haser, besad mikveh shalim. You have, let's say, a 40 se'ah mikveh on one side, and next to it you have a mikveh haser. Mikveh that is lacking. Vatsinor b'nehem amechaberam. You have a pipe. That's connecting the two mikvaot, which is you want to kosher up the mikveh that's lacking. Once it's touching already a kosher mikveh, we have a law of ashaka, and that means that as long as it's touching, so therefore it's considered mechubar to a mikveh shalem. But you can even dip in the mikveh aser. But the shayla is how wide does the ibur have to be that pipe, that link that's connecting? So the Gemara says, when you want to connect mikvaot, keshvoferet anod. It has to be at least the size of shifoferet anod. Maybe shifoferet is like a, 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 a pipe, shifoferet is like a tube, anod, not of the, of a keli. Like a, the size of a, um, a funnel, let's say, that we put over a keli. Keovya uchalala. It has to be uh, in its depth and its width two etzpaot that are able to go in a circular motion back to its place. As she says, the bottom that the old days used to have leather pouches, I guess, to drink wine or water. So, how would they get the liquid out? They would stick like a little uh, straw in the pouch, like a funnel, and they would uh, pour the uh, contents out. So since that's what she put it on, that size was like two, that's part of the sheets on top, and that's what she put it on, that size was like two, that's part of the sheets on and therefore, we have a concern, it's in the first five cases of the Mishnah, even according to Ravah, there's Doraita issues over here. Therefore, the Gezerah is Keli Betoch Keli. Maybe he's going to come to put it in a Keli that doesn't have to fit it. No difference, it's not going to be Kahibur in the Mikveh, then it's going to be a problem. So comes the Gebran says, Savad la ke'ad amar of Nachman amar of Abar Abu, Yud Alif Ma'alot Shanukan. Ravah holds that there's actually 11 Ma'alot that was said by Kodesh. Because he holds Chatitza was only listed once. The first case is not a Chatitza issue, it's an issue of Shufir Tanod. So if you count up the cases in the Mishnah, it's 11 cases. 
So Gemara says, Shesh Rishonot, the first six, Ben the Kodesh, Ben the Kodesh. The first six, according to Rava, is both for Kodesh and Honish Nasi Tarat Kodesh. Acharonot le Kodesh, Avalu le Honish Nasi Tarat Kodesh. My e, and what's the logic? The logic is because the first six have a concern of the Oraita issues, and the last five only have a concern of the Rabbanan, just like we mentioned in Rav Ila. So that's a very fantastic. Now look, we have to keep in mind between Rav Ila and Rava. How many Maalot the Kodesh have over Teruma? Is it 10, like Rav Ida, and you have two cases of Atitza, or is it 11 according to Rava, and you only have one case of Atitza, and the Mahlok is really going to be how to learn the first case of why Kleber to Kleis Asur. Is it a Atitza issue, or is it an issue of Gezerah Shema Yitbilinu Betoch, Kelly that does not have Shuvenet Anod. Now I saw one of the Mephashim ask a question, according to Rav Ida, where he says you have the first case, is a Atitza issue, and I think the fifth case of the Mishnah is a Hatzitzah issue. The case of the, um, the knot. Why if, they have two hati- why if you have two Hatzitzah issues, wouldn't the Beru Kadosh list them back to back? Why would he list the Hatzitzah issue and then give you a couple other cases and then go back to a Hatzitzah? means that could have been a question of the Gemara as well. Another question that they could have asked on Rav Ida. They said, number one, you ask redundancy. Ask another Sheila. Said, if you're right that it's both Hatzitzah, put them next to each other. Why would the Benu Kadosh talk about Hatzitzah? Jump to other concerns and go back to Hatzitzah. So I think the Siyah Yitzhak answers that for me you see that's not a question because Rabbeinu Kadosh only wrote the concerns according to when he heard a testimony from the Achamim about these concerns. Which means Rabbeinu Kadosh wrote the Mishnah in the Seder. In the Seder what? That he learned. So therefore... Could be the he had a Kabbalah in the first case, Klibito Klis. So I wrote it down first. Now then later on he, they told him they heard a Kabbalah from the case of the uh not the Nikeli. So therefore he's only writing it in order of his tradition, so that would not be a problem why the Gemara doesn't ask that. That we can accept that it's not written back to back. It's going according to when he received the tradition. But Shaykh and the redundancy is the problem, and that, that's why the Pilar to give a Srikuta Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen the Amen.